I'm Orb Kimbrough, Chairman and CEO of Midwest Bank Center, St. Louis's second largest privately owned bank. We are the proud sponsor, Form Focus, because when we dream big, we all rise together. Welcome to Form Focus, the podcast construction forum. I'm Tom Finan, the executive director and co-founder of the forum. On Forum Focus, you'll hear the stories of stakeholders in the St. Louis region's built environment. They're working to create inclusive, robust employment and economic growth. Forum Focus is diverse, it's unbiased, and it's civil. This edition of Forum Focus features an interview with Lisa Reed, founding principal of Envision Lighting Design. Raised in the town of Marshall in western Missouri, Lisa had a mind that combined problem-solving and design. Even as a young girl, she had a competitive nature that led her to take on the boys to see how fast she could solve math problems. As an architectural student at Kansas University, she found that she was interested in lighting design. Out of school, she was hired at a CAD firm in Orlando. There, an older electrical engineer provided the mentoring she needed to become a certified electrical engineer. A stint at Lighting Design Alliance in Los Angeles allowed her opportunities to work on nationally recognized projects. Over her 27-plus year career, she's bridged multiple disciplines, including energy management, electrical engineering, teaching, lighting sales, and lighting design. Her path as a woman entrepreneur, wife, and mother has informed the cultures he's built in Envision Lighting Design. She's an advocate for students, young professionals, women, and diversity in her field. Let's listen to our conversation with Lisa. So, uh, you came to St. Louis originally from the West Coast? Um, yeah, I was, I was on the West Coast immediately before coming to St. Louis. I traversed the entire country during my career though okay so what's that story how did how did you end up traversing the entire country (laughs) i went to school at the university of kansas i was a, a missouri resident who studied architecture under the kansas and missouri reciprocity at ku and when i started into the architecture program, I realized pretty quickly that I wanted something slightly different than architecture. And so I studied architectural engineering with an emphasis in lighting. Okay. Graduated during a time that was a little bit um, of a depressed economy in 93. So I felt really lucky to get a job in Orlando, Florida at an MEP firm doing CAD. But on Day one of my job, my uh, electrical engineer at the firm said, "Hey, this is a graduate engineer. This isn't, you know, this isn't a CAD tech. CAD tech." And so he took me under his wing, and I started learning electrical engineering. And so, did that for a couple of years in Orlando. Had an opportunity that moved us back to the Midwest in Wichita, Kansas. Went to work for another MEP firm doing electrical engineering all along i was saying i'm an electrical engineer but what i really love is lighting and um five years down the road the economy was booming and uh, a wise mentor heard me say that and said hey all the lighting designers are hiring you know 
my buddy in California is looking for lighting designers right now. And so that's what took us to California in 1998. Now, you were originally from Marshall, is that right? Yeah, Marshall, Missouri. Yeah. So um, was it good to get back to the Midwest, or did you like it better on the coast, or what would you say was it? Oh, goodness. We had the time of our lives in California. It was really fun living there. I liked it more than I expected to. Um, but we had we had kids and family. Okay. And that was what drew us back to the to the Midwest. So that's that's really part of my story too. Mm-hmm. It's part of why I started my firm and why it operates the way it does is to have that flexibility for people with families and other obligations in their lives. You know, a lot of times that's moms, but not always. Um, So, so having, having kids was what brought us back and we were, we were really happy to be close to family. It was a little bit of both. The the West coast was a lot of fun. um, But, but the Midwest is home. So how many kids do you have? I have two. And their ages are and their names are? They are um, 18 and 20. Okay. I have a boy, Aaron, who's 20, and uh, a girl, Winter, who's 18. And they're going into lighting design? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron is going into mechanical engineering okay. and actually works for, currently works um, part-time for Pacific Northwest National Labs in their lighting group, okay. building 3D models for some of the lighting experiments that they do at PNNL. So he, he's, you know, he doesn't want to be a lighting designer. Okay. <laughs> and Winter is an artist, so, you know, lighting's mm. really important in art. But no lighting designers here. <laughs> so how did you end up uh, founding your firm? And you said you... I, you went into sales for a while. I know you worked for HOK for a while. So why don't you give me the path? Give us the sure. path on that. Yeah, when we came back home, I'll say home to St. Louis, mm-hmm. even though St. Louis was new for us. When we came back to the Midwest, my babies were one and three, and I wasn't working. And fortunately, about a year later, I was I was connected to the industry through. Um, the IES, and about a year after moving here, HOK offered me a part-time job, and that was was great. Um, it was it was great, but we live in Lake St. Louis, and I was commuting all the way downtown to HOK, and so uh, a year after that, one of the lighting reps in town offered offered me. Uh, a little bit more flexible work-from-home opportunity. So that's what was attractive about going into sales. And so I did that for five years, worked worked in sales, was able to work from home, flexible hours, pick up the kids from school kind of thing. And then when the kids were old enough to make themselves a sandwich and understand mommy's got a deadline, I still had that draw back to lighting design. Okay. I really really missed a design and I wanted to go back to it but I still didn't want to commute from Lake St. Louis (laughs) so uh, that was what did it I started my own firm so you're I think you told me you're operating with what five employees at this point out of your home but you also use a shared space for meetings and 
Is that correct? Yes, we have we have a team of five lighting designers. It's our our company address is still the home address, but we've been members of Rise Collaborative Workspace in Clayton, which is a co-working mm-hmm. space focused on on women, and we've been members there for since it opened. So you talked about being in Rise, and you mentioned a mentor earlier. Who have your mentors been? Have they been men, women, both? What 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 was it like to start your own business as a woman in St. Louis in construction? Wow, that's a great question. I've only had one. Uh, let me rethink that. I have only had one woman sort of supervisor mm-hmm. as in in my career. So I've had a lot of men who have been mentors. My my boss in California encouraged me when I told him that I was moving. He encouraged me to start my own firm someday and I still still talk to him, you know, about things and and seek advice from him. So that was Chip Israel. Um I was lucky enough in in lighting to get to work just a little bit when we were in California under the under Leslie Wheel, who was the first woman to practice architectural lighting design. So I always like to give Leslie a shout out. I feel feel pretty lucky to have been able to work with her. And who was Chip with? Um, lighting Design Alliance. Okay. Is the name of his company. Okay. And they have. I don't know. They have multiple offices now, but Los Angeles is their home base. Mm-hmm. I've had, you know, I've I've been really lucky. I've had people all through my career who have, who have given me really good advice. The, the, lighting sales agency here in town that I worked for was St. Louis Lighting Group, and Charlie Unterreiner there was was always just helpful and encouraging to me. Uh, uh, the lighting world is a small community. I think we all mentor each other too. It's kind of nice. So there was, there really was no discouragement to you being a woman starting your own firm. Then. No, I've I've always sort of been blind to some of those things too. Though I was uh, as a kid, you know, I I loved math and would race all the boys to see who could finish first and best and <laughs> <laughs> okay i i it took me a while i think as it does a lot of women it took me a while into my career before i saw some of the challenges that women have like you know that mid-career thing of having kids and how do you how do you manage a career and raising kids and kind of having it all at the same time We will return to our conversation with Lisa Reed, founder of Envision Lighting Design, after this message. Listen, as Mark Bielicki of Laborers Local 110 explains why COVID vaccination is important to him. COVID uh, vaccination is very important. There's a lot of lives around us that have perished and... um, it also affected me and my family. It took my 51-year-old girlfriend on Thanksgiving Day last year, 2020. 
Uh, I also myself was in the hospital in grave danger of dying. So I think that helping the world better so we don't have this stuff happen to us, our family members, our co-workers, those in our community, they're the people that we're going to help when we get vaccinated. It's not about I, I, me, me. It's about us. It takes a village, and we got to do this together. So please, everyone, get vaccinated because it's the people that are coming behind us is why we're building this wonderful society in a safe manner. For more information, go to VaxFactsSTL.com. That's V-A-X-F-A-C-T-S-S-T-L dot com. Let's return to our conversation with Lisa Reed, founder of Envision Lighting Design. So uh, you said that you try to be that kind of workplace for your employees. Are they they're men and women, and how does that work exactly? Yes, there are men and women, but my first two employees were both women who I saw leave another lighting design firm after having children. Okay. And when I saw them leave, I called and said, hey, do you want to stay connected to the lighting industry? Would you like to keep working a little bit on your terms? And they both said yes. One of them is still working with me on a very part-time basis, remote. And so, you know, we work work it out because I couldn't find an employer to work out exactly the way I wanted to work. Mm-hmm. I've tried to be that employer for other people. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's kids. Sometimes it's um, other family members. One of our employees is a lighting instructor at Maryville University in the interior design program. And I give her that time to go and teach, you know, during the day, during the workday. So it's a variety of reasons, but it's that flexibility that everyone needs sometimes for some reason. So what has your biggest challenge been as a uh, entrepreneur and then as a woman entrepreneur? Hmm. My biggest challenge as an entrepreneur, probably a lot of that is myself, you know, thinking bigger, dreaming bigger, understanding, figuring out what we're all capable of as a, as a team. Uh, it might be the same thing as a woman entrepreneur. Okay. There may be some, well, I'm not some saying it is. I'm not saying I'm it isn't. Myself. I'm not saying it isn't, yeah. but uh, what is the... Um, so challenging yourself, wanting to know what you're capable of, what does that look like? What? Give me some examples if you can. Sure. I think, I think it was easy. Here's, here's a good example. I, when I started the business, it was because I wanted to do lighting design. And I knew that as soon as I started a business, I wouldn't always be doing lighting design that there would be some some business that had to be done too Mm -hmm. right that it wasn't always going to be be design anymore but i would say until the pandemic this was the first time that our company had to face a downturn in the economy since Mm -hmm. we started yeah and until then 
I don't think I was really thinking strategically or like a business owner. I was letting business come to us and instead of, you know, really strategically targeting it, thinking about the financials on a regular basis, just, I really have said to a few people, I have became a business owner just now, almost nine years in. <laughs> so when the, you're saying when the pandemic hit, then you had to deal with, uh, what, where the work was coming from and all that kind of thing and, and cash management and those things for the first time, really? Yeah, for the first time, I I had worried because I knew there would be a downturn in the economy. And I had worried and I had talked to, oh, there's another mentor that comes to mind, Marvin Johnson. Okay. Uh, sits and chats with me regularly and encourages me in, in business. And I had said to Marvin, hey, you know, here's my biggest worry. What should I do about this? What if, what if the economy goes bad? And I was just starting to work on what he had told me, which was to get a good cash reserve, and then you don't have to worry about that. And that was, you know, I, he probably told me that in January of 2020, and then March happened. So I didn't have a big cash reserve by then. But, um, you know, I'd, I had always worried about that. And so then experiencing it and, you know, dealing with it, like you said, was really, um, you know, did you, eye-opening. Did you have difficulty getting access to capital? or We did okay. I I didn't find it too hard. We had some, some weird idiosyncrasies with how we had employed people, so we didn't get as much as as we would have wanted during during the pandemic, but okay. we did get both a first and second job PPP loan. And it's been very helpful. So, what is most of the work that your firm does? What 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 are your strong spots? Would you say? Uh, Pre March of 2020, we did a lot of office spaces and a lot of hospitality. Both <laughs> of those markets were hit pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. We do also, lighting is our niche, so we do all lighting. We have a really cool park project outside of St. Louis that we're working on right now. We just wrapped up the Central West End Metrolink project. Okay. It's a really fun, fun lighting project. McKelvey Hall, WashU's mm-hmm. East End project was, was a great one for us that also recently finished. We do like working with higher ed, and we're moving into some multifamily that's new for us as well as for lighting it's there are always these nice little i call them like little jewel box projects um like churches and museums Mm -hmm. so we have quite a few of those on our books too so how uh how often does the um wbe piece come into play or is it not a big part of what you're doing in terms of how you're presenting your work or your firm. Well, back to that strategic thing that I was talking about. Yeah. I'm not sure that I'm not sure that I'm doing it right because it doesn't come into play as much as I think it could. Um, but we have gotten some work from um, from having it from uh, some. Ballpark Village, mm-hmm. the hotel and office tower we were called originally because of our WBE mm-hmm. 
and we've done a little bit with WashU School of Medicine and that original work that we did with them was because of our WBE and I think I had one other in mind was that but just just a few times but it it's been really key projects and large projects for us mm -hmm. so so the um the majority of the work that you're getting, you're getting through word of mouth. Are you actively marketing? I mean, you've got a nice website. I see that. And you've got those really cool lights on your sneakers. But <laughs> uh, it's it has been mostly through word of mouth. I like marketing. I think it's fun, and it's something that we do on some level. But I think even that is it's more word of mouth relationships are really important um, making sure people know who we are what we do and what we believe in and what is it that you believe in what does success look like for you well what we believe in is that every person and every space deserves good quality lighting and we would like to take over take over the world with quality lighting Take over the world. Okay. So, <laughs> is that what success looks like or what? what? Every, every space in the world deserves quality lighting. Okay. So what would your, um, and I get that overarching theme, uh, what would your firm look like in five years or ten years uh, if you achieved your strategic direction, your vision for the firm? We are still growing. I would like to see us be a firm of 10 lighting designers, and we are looking for office space. I even have a, a cool dream of an office space that has space for, for the arts and some connection. One of our lighting designers is also a theatrical lighting designer, so I like the idea of us possibly even having having a space that could be a venue for small theatrical performances. So kind of connecting to the community, growing, and connecting to the arts. Okay. And do you see that in five years, ten years? When do you see it? I see our uh, – that's, that's a five-year goal. Okay. I think, I think in ten years it's possible that we would – have multiple offices across the state. Okay. So. And so yeah. what is your, um, when is enough enough? Do you know at this point? Have you thought about that? Oh, I guess I haven't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't stop to, to enjoy the, the successes of the past enough. I'm always, thinking about growing and doing more. Hmm. So what question haven't I asked you that you thought I was going to ask? Ooh. Let's see. I don't know if I thought about it too much. I was I was really uh I was really nervous to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. I I thought you would ask me really hard questions. Well, what sort of hard questions did you think I'd ask you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I 
like that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for talking with me. Sure. Thank you. This edition of Forum Focus featured an interview with Lisa Reed, founding principal of Envision Lighting Design. Join us next time as we talk with the entrepreneurs who are creating an inclusive, robust employment and economic growth in the St. Louis region's built environment. Yeah.